The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome back, Buffalo Bills fans. It's Matt Warren, editor-in-chief at buffalorumlinks.com and the host of Buffalo Rumlinks Q&A on the Buffalo Rumlinks Podcast Network. I'm back from vacation, as you can tell, and looking to take your questions for next week's episode at 716-508-0405. You can also email us, buffalorumlinks at sbnation.com. Send us a tweet at rumlinks Q&A. That is with the word and spelled out in the middle. There are plenty of ways to get in touch with our show, and I really hope you would. We're doing some hiring over at buffalorumlinks.com. we got a couple new writers on staff if you want to go check that out. Um, they've already started, or at least some of them have. We're still kind of going through a few more applications to see if there's anyone else we want to add right before the season starts. So make sure you go over to the website and check all of that stuff out. By the time you hear this, the 53-man roster projection will have become reality, I hope. Um, so I'm not going to go through my 53-man roster projection that I put out right after the Bills game over the weekend. Uh, we're not going to talk about Matt Ariza. Uh, that's pretty much sailed. I've said everything I need to say over at buffalorumlinks.com. If you want to read what I wrote, you can head over there. I uh, chose not to do any opinion pieces on that because a lot of other great writers uh, put those out. Whether you're talking about Jay Skursky at the Buffalo News, Ty Dunn at Go Long, uh, Matthew Fairburn at The Athletic, even Tim Graham at The Athletic threw in a bunch of great reporting on top of his opinion as well. So great stuff all over the place. Sal Mayorana from the Democrat and Chronicle. So I'm not going to put out an opinion piece about that. We're not going to talk about it anymore here other than we might end up talking about the roster spot that it created a little bit later in the show. So lots of stuff is going to happen this week with the Buffalo Bills as they get ready to face the Los Angeles Rams to open the NFL season. That's the next NFL game on the calendar. So really looking forward to talking about actual Bills week next week uh, for Labor Day. So with that, let's get into your questions for this week's episode. And for that, we turn to Twitter at Rumblings Q&A. Who is the most important player on each side of the ball for us to have the most success? Asks Sig Shiesty 99. Well, I think on the offensive side of the ball, it's pretty clear it's Josh Allen. Uh, If Josh Allen's locked in, the Buffalo Bills can do pretty much whatever they want in this league. There's no defense that can stop that guy when he's locked in. Um, 
there's not, I don't even know if there's a defense that can slow him down if he's locked in. So uh, Josh Allen is definitely the answer on the offensive side of the ball. Let, let's take him out of the equation because I think it's a little bit too simple to say that. So the most important player on the offensive side of the ball, if you remove Josh Allen, it's it's a really interesting conversation. It's got to be a guy that Josh Allen trusts. I think it's Stephon Diggs because defenses have to focus so much on him that it opens it up for a guy like Gabe Davis. It opens it up for a guy like Dawson Knox, um, James Cook, you know, whoever is going to be you know, receiving Isaiah McKenzie uh, in, in the slot. I, I just think Stephon Diggs commands so much attention with his route running that he's able to get open so easily that defenses have to put one guy plus something else on him so whether that's you know shading to the the zone to his side whether that's putting another man on him directly and doing um, a double team on him or bracketing him I just think he does so much for the offense that um that he's the right answer for this because he impacts all of the coverages you know Dawson Knox has 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 played really well over the last year but you haven't seen defenses have to adjust their entire game plan for him. Same thing with Isaiah McKenzie. So because of the way he's able to dictate to defenses, you saw what they did in the AFC divisional round. The Chiefs made sure they took away Stephon Diggs. I think he had what, one catch or two catches in that game. He caught the two-point conversion at the end. Um, but it, he still made an impact because the Chiefs were so worried about Stephon Diggs that they – let Gabe Davis score four touchdowns on them, including on fourth down, and they left him on an island all game because they were trying to shut down Stephon Diggs. And he wasn't complaining about that in the end um, because he knew what was happening. So I think he's the most important player on offense that's not named Josh Allen. On defense, it's a really tricky thing for me because I think Micah Hyde and his uh, cerebral approach to the game from the back end of that defense it's just so critical and allows them to do a lot of stuff underneath Matt Milano and Tremaine Edmonds and what they're able to do at the linebacker position um, just really important being able to you know clog uh, passing lanes rush the passer uh, make those tackles short of the first down marker I think they're really important as well obviously the Bills went out and signed uh, Von Miller to be the 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 linchpin of their defense. Uh, Ed Oliver can really cause havoc from that defensive tackle spot. But I'm going to go with Micah Hyde just because he's the leader of the most important position group on this team, or at least how they've approached this team from the back to the front. You know, they say that they build through the trenches and they've spent a heck of a lot of time and money and draft picks on the trenches. But when, Je- when Sean McDermott was signed as the head coach, he went out and got Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde and went out and got Tredavious White. They built from the cornerback position and the safety position forward. And so I think it's Micah Hyde. Just what he's able to do as a leader on that defense. Now, that's not to say he couldn't be replaced. Like, if he got hurt, you know, Jordan Poyer is certainly a very, very capable safety. Um, I just think you know, his leadership, his quiet leadership, uh, his ability to put people in the right positions, and of course his excellent play make him uh, the most important player on the defense. But that one's really up for debate. Thanks for your question.
over on Twitter at Rumblings Q and A. David Hawkins asks, how's the family? Family's good. We had a nice little uh, vacation last week. Um, they still are a little bit, I don't know, rough around the edges as far as the Buffalo Bills go. Uh, but they were wearing some Bills gear on the trip. And I was wearing my Bills gear all the time on the trip. And so what was really cool for them is to see the interaction of the fan base. So we were on a cruise and um, I'm wearing my Bills hat and, you know, we go to breakfast and someone shouts, go Bills from across the dining room. Uh, we go to the pool. Somebody says it. we're at the airport and I noticed somebody wearing Bills clothes. So I say, go Bills and they say, go Bills back. So, you know, you guys might not think that's important. You might think that that's hokey or stupid when I'm wearing Bills gear in the airport specifically to get go Bills um, comments from from other fans that are traveling. But that's one of the things we do to get these kids on board now to, you know, to really show them that it can be fun, to show them that it can be part of something larger than themselves and part of the group. And so it was really nice for me to get to show them that they're like, Dad, somebody just said go Bills to you again. Like, yeah, I know. Isn't that fun? Isn't that cool? So it happened, I don't know, a bunch of times on uh, on our cruise ship and, and some of the staff members from all over the world came up to me and, and said that they were rooting for the Bills, whether they're from Portugal or Brazil or wherever it happened to be. So that was fun too. Uh, so thank you for asking about my family, David, and uh, everything's good. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we've got more questions, so don't go anywhere. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome back. If you haven't subscribed to our podcast channel, I would really encourage you to do so. We've got at least 10 shows a week coming at you from all of our various hosts on both the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network and the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network, all in your podcast feeds. So make sure you like, subscribe, whatever it is that you do to follow us and not miss an episode. Go ahead and do that right now, please. James Allen is the latest guy to ask us a question. Did the number one offense get enough work in the preseason games? Will they come out flat this year like they did last year against Pittsburgh? I understand not wanting them to get hurt, but they need to play to stay sharp. Is six plays enough? 
I mean, when you watch that drive from Josh Allen uh, where he scored the touchdown, I think it's enough. Uh, it's it's a very fine line, like you said, and, and some teams played their starters more than the Buffalo Bills. I'm not necessarily worried about them coming out flat. They came out flat last year because their game plan didn't work. Uh, Brian Dable saw that the Steelers cornerbacks were not very good, so he tried to go with four wide receivers. For whatever reason, it just didn't click. Uh, the Bills got away from what they do best, and they tried to get a little bit too cute. And you know they lost their fastball. They lost. You know they took Dawson Knox off the field, and he was, you know, an incredibly important piece of their offense going forward. After that, and you saw what happens when he was off the field with his broken hand. They also struggled a little bit. So um, maybe I should amend my answer to the earlier question to say Dawson Knox really is super important. But I don't think they're going to come out flat in week one against the Los Angeles Rams. They might be sloppy, but a lot of NFL teams are sloppy in the first week of the season as they build up. And frankly, it doesn't matter that much to me if they're sloppy in that first game. Because, again, we keep talking about this over and over again with guys like Von Miller as a closer. You know, I don't need him to play 70% of the snaps every single week of the season. I don't need the Bills to come out and be a perfect fine-tuned machine in week one. I need them to be a perfect fine-tuned machine in the playoffs, in the Super Bowl. And so if they start slow, that's okay. There's 17 games in the regular season. Um, I know that it'll matter toward things like you know home field advantage or, 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 or whatever, but every team's going to struggle in the first part of the season, especially with the new offensive coordinator. So there's going to be some growing pains here, whether or not it's because of not getting enough snaps in the preseason or not. I'm just glad that nobody got seriously injured during the preseason, and I'll take it, even if it means they start a little bit slower in the regular season. It's a good question. It's a worthwhile question to debate, but at the end of the day, it comes down to opinion, and I didn't want them to get hurt, so I'm okay with what they did. Thanks for your question, James, over on Twitter at Rumblings Q and A. Our last question today comes from Carl Weathers, who says... You need to cut one special team's ace. Which one are you doing? Kumaro, Taiwan, or Matikiewicz? And Carl further goes on in a subsequent tweet to say, this is to make sure we can keep a camp darling like Hodgins, Blackshear, or Spectre. Um, well, first of all, I think Balen Spectre is going to be on the team and he's going to be a special team's demon in his rookie season. I think he played his way onto the roster. So let's take Balen Spector out. I don't think uh, Blackshear is going to make the roster. Um, we, we saw the same kind of thing with Antonio Williams last year where he had a really nice preseason. Then they cut him and put him on the practice squad. And then, you know, he was bouncing on and off the roster all season. Uh, so really you're talking about keeping Isaiah Hodgins, who doesn't give you any special teams ability. And that's a key th question here. Like you're cutting one of the guys that can play on Sunday, that can play on a game day for a guy that's probably going to be inactive on game days because he's, he's what, the sixth wide receiver, the fifth wide receiver. Those guys don't dress unless they play special teams. And so you're talking about cutting Kumaro, Taiwan Jones, or Jay Kumaro, Taiwan Jones, or Tyler Matikiewicz for a guy that's not going to play unless there's an injury. So just keep that in mind. I don't necessarily think they're going to do that. Um, but since you asked the question, let's let's tackle it here. Um, I think Kumaro would be the first person that you would cut in that scenario. 
Uh, he played fewer special team snaps than Taiwan Jones and Tyler Matikiewicz last year. Uh, I just think that they could replace his output on the Buffalo Bills special teams units. Now, it's very interesting that you brought up Balen Spector because if they think that Spector can come in and play all of those Matikiewicz snaps, it could be an interesting swap for them to save a couple million dollars to put Balen Spector in and release Tyler Matikiewicz right now. I don't think they're going to do that, but it wouldn't surprise me if they did that. And so that's the one caveat I have there. I think Jake Kumaro is the most replaceable of the three you guys you listed, um, Kumaro, Jones, and Matikiewicz. But I think maybe it might be the most likely that they've already replaced Tyler Matikiewicz with Balen Spector. Taiwan Jones, I think, is a guy that is very, very steady, uh, and he'll probably be on this roster. But if I was picking between those three, it would probably be it just in a vacuum without talking about Balen Spector, without talking about Isaiah Hodgins, without talking about anybody else. If I'm picking just between those three in a vacuum, it's probably Kumaro that I'm getting rid of. But with all those other factors, he might actually be the safest of the three guys on the actual roster. So very fascinating stuff. Uh, thanks for that question over on Twitter at Rumblings. Q&A. We will have coverage of the Buffalo Bills cuts, which started on Monday morning. We have coverage of that over at buffalorumblings.com. When the initial 53-man roster is out, I'm sure we'll have a podcast that comes out breaking down all of those position groups. And of course, just because the initial 53-man roster comes out at around 4 o'clock today, last year the Bills didn't put it out until almost 5 o'clock, so it was a long, long time after the the deadline where we actually heard the 53-man roster. And because of roster cuts from around the league and some back-end roster tinkering, whether it's keeping a, a releasing a veteran so they can re-sign him tomorrow, so they can stash a guy on injured reserve, just because the deadline today is today at 4 o'clock doesn't mean the Bills won't have several roster moves over the course of the next few days here at One Bills Drive. Thanks for listening to Buffalo Rumblings Q&A on the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. If you want to send in your questions for next week's episode, you can email us, buffalorumblings at sbnation.com. Tweet us at rumblings Q&A. That's what the word and spelled out in the middle. Call or text 716-508-0405. Plenty of ways to get in touch with the show. And this show is incredibly boring when we don't get great questions from you guys, the listeners. And... Next week's game week, guys. So we're finally making it back to the regular season. Two games to count. And so your questions need to step up their game as well. Your questions need to count. We're not in the preseason anymore. Tell a friend if you like what you're hearing on our podcast network. Thanks for listening and go Bills.